Have you ever hit that sweet spot where everything's going right, doors open, and opportunities magically appear? That is what Golden Alignment is all about. Dr. Beth Golden loves to play in that golden space and teach others how to get there and stay there. Get ready to listen, share, and experience what Golden Alignment in life can look like for you. Now, here is the host of Golden Alignment, author, speaker, and coach, Dr. Beth Golden. Hello, and welcome to today's show. I am Dr. Beth Golden, and I'm going to be sharing with you what self-love got to do with it. Um, First, I want to give myself a little bit of an intro. I have been in business for 11 years, and I noticed that no matter how many hours or thousands of dollars I spent on business coaching, because as an entrepreneur, we we don't have all the hats, um, none of it was very effective if I, my personal life was upside down or my self-esteem wasn't where it should be. And when are you going to get on the phone and make phone calls and people always worry about no's? And if you're in a state where you aren't loving yourself and not feeling confident, you don't go there typically. Whereas if you're feeling great, it's like, well, hey, I know not everybody's going to make it, so here, let's just do what I need to do. So every time I focused on self-love and self-mastery, I gained more knowledge, I gained more clarity, and my confidence increased as well. And when you have knowledge, clarity, and confidence, your income increases, you can serve and reach more people, and you can use your gifts and talents to thrive. So today's show, I am going to be talking about self-love. Sounds kind of funny because we don't speak in those terms typically, But in today's age, I think it's really, really important. I have a background. I have a PhD in metaphysical sciences and a doctorate in divinity. I'm a speaker, and I've written some books about dealing with rapid change. So when I coach people, they're coming to me with this kind of um, angst, and or wanting support, because sometimes we feel like we have it all together, but we don't want to wear out our mate or our best friend, and we need an objective point of view. And there is such a thing called self-love deficit disorder. Uh, that term was tra- or is trademarked by Ross Rosenberg, and he is a counselor. And he looks at this from the viewpoint of being in really destructive relationships and how we become codependent, we make excuses because we don't love ourselves enough to know our boundaries. I see self-love deficit disorder. I say it slowly. You say it five times fast. (laughs) I say it slowly so I can say it and you can hear it. Um, I also see that across generations. In this day and age, we have a lot of people who have mental illness. We all have mental health, and we need to maintain our mental health. 
and we need to be brave enough to talk about it. And when we love ourselves and know what we're good at and are able to articulate that, able to tell people when the opportunity arises, it really helps in decision-making across all areas of life. So the first part or the first topic I'd like to bring to your attention is that each and every one of us are a miracle. We get so bogged down in life and expectations, whether they're our own or someone else's put upon us, and become completely stressed. And when we're stressed, our health isn't good and we make poor decisions. So loving yourself is really important because life is all about relationships and how we impact one another. And the reality is that the relationships, we're in relationship with the world around us and consistently communicate with husbands and wives, brothers, sisters, boyfriend, girlfriend, children, parents, coworkers, etc. And we forget that the most important relationship is with ourselves. And that our soul came in to these physical bodies by choice with your given parents and where you lived and how you interacted. And we're supposed to have these wonderful experiences here on planet Earth. And we forget the miracle of our being. And what would happen if we, on a daily basis, um, could remember our divine connection? And what would it be like if we could be a messenger of love in our world? And it's hard enough to do (laughs) on its own, but it's even more difficult to do if you don't love and honor who you are. So, um, So no one's come before you or will come after you that will ever be like you. That is pretty amazing. You know, each have a unique set of fingerprints and unique opportunities and unique ways to live and grow and give in this world. I have some interesting facts and figures. What are the odds? So the odds of bowling a 300 game, I'm not a bowler, are 1 in 11,500. The odds of being hit by lightning, unless you live in Colorado, where I live, are 1 in 576,000. The odds of being a U.S. president are 1 in 10 million. And the odds of you being born in this particular time, place, and circumstance is 1 in 400 trillion. Wow. You know, when we hear a trillion, it doesn't really give us very much perspective. So let me help you with that. If you started spending a million dollars every single day, since Jesus was born, so we're doing A.D., um, you would still would not have spent $1 trillion. Wow. One million seconds is about 11.5 days. One billion seconds is about 32 years. And one trillion seconds is equal to 32,000 years. When you think of our deficit in our country, 
and we're in the trillions, it kind of gives you a different perspective. So one trillion is a thousand times bigger than one billion. So, I mean, the odds of you being born in your particular time-space continuum is huge. And it's completely awesome. And we, <laughs> we are plopped onto planet Earth, and we have these big spirits and little teeny baby bodies. And I think when we're little, we remember that connection. But by about the age of three, it gets... Um, societally removed from us because it's not cool unless we have really amazing parents who kind of live in that space too. So we need to figure out how to love ourselves from an early age and what our boundaries are. Our boundaries change throughout different times in our life, obviously, but being able to say yes, no, I like this, don't do that, is really important. Uh, one time I was volunteering with my kids' school and they had a carnival on a field and I, I was assigned to a certain game. And I was help, I thought I was helping this young person and I put my hand on his shoulder and said, will you please stand over here? And he very politely yet very clearly said, please don't touch me. And it kind of shocked me in the moment, and I really had to honor him for saying that and speaking up. How often do we not say when we're younger, please don't do this, or I would prefer that? We aren't often given the language to do so. But as we continue to grow and grow into who we are and mature, um, it really helps to know what we are. Now, that sounds funny. What, what am I? What are you? So who you are is your name, your parents, where you grew up, where you went to school, your resume, everything about you on this planet Earth that you've experienced so far. What you are has more to do with your physical appearance because before man could talk, he was able to look at another person or plant or animal and know if that was friend or foe. Man at that time did not have language. And fortunately, they were adept enough at it or we would not be born today. So sometimes language can kind of mess us up. So when you know what your physical traits represent, are you regal? Do you assume authority? Are you highly energetic and loyal and take the fastest route from point A to point B? Are you absorptive and love absorbing information and giving it back and jolly and compassionate? And there's seven others and there's seven total in this body of knowledge that I am an expert in. And it, when I do an assessment and we go over this with everybody, it's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. And it affirms and confirms your particular way of moving and grooving on this planet and how you process information. Do you process information at lightning speed and you're highly perceptive and you can get irritated if people don't think as quickly as you do? 
to have a little bit slower processor, and everybody knows when they do, and it's a blessing, they're actually taking time to take that information and slot it in their brains so that they can pull it back out. I don't have that processor. But for me, I process quickly. I can see with laser perception what's not right and how to fix it. And I know that I have resources. I don't have to remember everything as long as I know where to, to uh, look it up. Or do you have a global perspective also? And it's celestial and you get these hits of information. We're complex beings and we're simple. And when you know what your traits are and what they mean, it makes you feel whole and seen. Now, we're going to go into our first commercial break. And on the other side, I'm going to talk to you, give you a little bit of a story about what I'm talking about with these traits. Um, I am Dr. Beth Golden. I am a speaker and a coach. I have a fabulous program that I love sharing with people called Golden Alignment. And I would love to share that opportunity with you as well. So let's go into our first break, and we will pick this up on the other side. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back to my show, Golden Alignment. This is Dr. Beth Golden, and I am pleased to be able to share with you today self-love, why it's important, how to get there, and how to stay there. I am sharing excerpts from my books. One is called Golden Solutions for Change, and the other one is called The Soulful Seven. The Soulful Seven is a companion guide and gives some exercises, and I'll be sharing quotes on different topics from that. And I'm also going to be focusing on um, the love versus force emotional frequency um, scale from Dr. David Hawkins and why all of this is so important. So I was sh- before the break, I was sharing about how our traits, when we're clear about them, we can walk in who we are and feel really centered and proud of who we are. So one of my traits is I'm, I'm a curvy girl, and 
slender or not slender, the curves are always there. And after my husband passed away, so a couple years later, I was dating. And one of the guys <laughs> was a jerk enough <laughs> to say, you know, I don't typically date somebody who um, either, like, weighs as much as you do. He didn't know how much I weighed. Now, two things. If I loved myself enough, I would have asked some clarifying questions around that comment, and I probably would have stopped seeing him a lot sooner than I did. But I went back and I had took this assessment and sat with somebody like myself who's well-trained, and that particular curviness is all about being sympathetic, uh, natural healing disposition, the safety in the storm, and those were all things that I liked the most about myself. So when I realized that my very physical being was a reflection of the things I liked the most about myself, it, it just took all the, the sting out of that statement and it gave me instant clarity and confidence to make changes and not look back and not feel bad about it. So I call it's a life language assessment and it provides a baseline um, in helping people clearly understand your individual life language, what instinctively motivates you, challenges you, and drives you in creating balance in all relationships. Through this knowledge, you become empowered with greater clarity, self-confidence, and the ability to make informed decisions as you navigate life's many twists and turns. So let's go back to self-love. Love is the most sought-after commodity on the planet. We all want to be seen and heard, and we all want to be part of APAC, where we're loved and understood. Um, the life language assessment helps you love who you are. You know, we want to be loved by someone. We want to love someone. We want to love what we're doing. We want to love where we're living and love life in general. And we surely know when we're out of golden alignment in any one of those areas because we're miserable. <laughs> and that's no fun at all. So as humans, we're constantly fighting this toxic world around us with crazy information and ideas that were instilled in us in a very early age. So I like to take these concepts and make them simple, and I'm attempting to not make this complicated for you. Um, Dr. David Hawkins, R. Hawkins, is an, was, God rest his soul, an MD and a PhD. And he came up with an emotional frequency scale. And the bottom emotion on that scale is shame. And shame has a frequency of 20, and it is one step above death. So I never had anybody say, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself, but I use that language toward myself. I'm ashamed I didn't manage that money better, or I'm ashamed that I didn't do blah, blah, blah. So have any of you ever felt that way? It's like 
it's bad. It's very low on the scale. It's the lowest one. So when you remember that, it's like, oh, let's change our words around that. Um, it goes from guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, and pride. Now, we came here to have a full spectrum of emotions, so we will go into those. But there is a way to um, take the energy out of them and move them to a higher vibrating state. So right above pride on this chart is a very thick line, and the next one is courage. So anything below is a negative spin, and you're going to be attracting more and more of the same type of energy. So when you hear those things that say we attract things in threes, this is part of the reason why. And the other part is we live in the third dimension. And everything comes in threes in the third dimension. So once we can like put our head up and be brave enough to make a change or courageous enough to take one step in a direction that's going to improve our circumstance, all of a sudden we're starting to move and bringing in more positive things. It's like being underwater and then breaking that surface and being able to breathe and look around. It's like, oh, I can see things from a different perspective. So if we go up the scale, um, so courage is at 200. When you get to love, joy, peace, and gratitude, those are the higher ones on the scale. So they're at 500. Love is at 500, joy is at 540, peace is at 600, gratitude is 700. That's the place where we want to live because we're going to be bringing more of the same into our life. So here is where we go to the human simple and complicated prospect. I choose to live in love, joy, peace, and gratitude. I choose to live in love, joy, peace, and gratitude. When you first start to choose to live in love, joy, peace, and gratitude, you realize how much you are not living in love, joy, peace, and gratitude. And it can be frustrating because all of a sudden you're seeing perhaps the error of your ways and you become frustrated and you go back down to anger. which is below that line. So in order to, you don't have to do anything. I'm a big doer, and it's really hard for me to, like, be a beer. Like, just be. Just be lovely and in love with life. Be in joy. Be in peace. Be in gratitude. We don't have to do anything to get there. We need to just be there. I still have a hard time with it. It's really difficult for me to not like, hey, and then this is going to happen, and that's going to happen, and abundance is going to come in, and I can just meditate, and I can do these mantras, and I can do these exercises. You can, and it does support the whole. (laughs) Let's look at being. So let's look at gratitude. So love, joy, peace, gratitude. This is a quote from Abraham Hicks about appreciation that kind of sums it all up. If all you did was just look for things to appreciate, you would live a joyous, spectacular life. If there was nothing else that you ever came to understand other than just looking for things to appreciate, 
It's the only tool you would ever need to predominantly hook up with who you really are. And that's all you need. So let's repeat that. If you did just one, if you, if all of you did just one thing and looked for things to appreciate, you would live a joyous and spectacular life. Wow. If there was nothing else you ever come to understand other than just look for things to appreciate, it's the only tool you would ever need to hook up with who you really are and to live in joy, love, joy, peace, and gratitude, right? When you are looking for the good in things, it's easy for your vibration to be higher. Let me tell you a story about this. Um, I flipped homes for about five years, so I'd move annually. And, of course, I chose the home or I wouldn't have purchased it. I was in this house, and I was grousing. I was just, like, grouchy, and it wasn't the way I wanted it yet. And, like, one of the walls in one of the rooms was a neon green, and I just hadn't taken, hadn't gotten it all together to get those things taken care of. And I heard this saying... I don't know if I heard it or read it, but what would happen if you didn't give thanks for what you have and it was gone the next morning? What would happen if you didn't give thanks for what you have and it was gone the next morning? I tell you what, that was a big wake-up call for me. That was a huge paradigm shift. And I was instantly, thank you for this home, thank you for this roof over my head, thank you for food in the refrigerator, thank you for my car, thank you for opportunities. Makes sense, doesn't it? Well, it's easy to be in gratitude when things are easy. <laughs> it's more challenging to be in gratitude when things are gone quickly, like in the blink of an eye. Some people lose their homes to natural disasters or suddenly lose a loved one. How are we to be appreciative of that? And sometimes the gains happen just as quickly. You get a new job, move to a new community, um, babies are born. It's all part of the cycle of life. And our ability to be flexible, resourceful, and appreciative in the face of change ensures our survival. So let's look at the let's look at the negative things that happen. How can we appreciate? Every time you turn on the news in the summer and there's a major fire and a family has lost their home, think about the first thing they say. Yes, it's heartbreaking that we lost our home, but we're all here and we're all alive. Right? Losing a loved one can be much more challenging because the grief is so deep. But I would, and I've experienced that. I lost my husband suddenly. But I was also very appreciative of all the people who lovingly supported throughout the year afterwards. We can be appreciative for their life. We can be appreciative for the things that they rise up in us. They create new causes oftentimes if it's a, a tragedy in which the way they are gone. Appreciation and gratitude. That is the foundation that we need to stand on if you're going to love yourself. Because all of a sudden you're not looking outside anymore 
and you can turn that vision into yourself. And what do you appreciate and love about yourself? So we're going to go into our second commercial break. On the other side, I am going to give you some very simple solutions of how to stay in self-love and how to stay in gratitude so that you live a life of knowledge, clarity, and confidence. And moving from that space, you can make more money, serve more people, and use your talents to thrive. So we will see you on the other side of this commercial break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back to the radio show, Golden Alignment. I am Dr. Beth Golden, and I am sharing about why self-love is so important. I am a speaker, an author, and a coach, and I've been sharing about uh, an assessment called the Life Language Assessment, and the root name of that is the, the Ultimate Life Tool. It is accredited by the Board of Behavioral Sciences, Board of Registered Nurses, and then International Coaching Federation. And it's patented and it's uh, been in existence for about 20 years. So as we go along, if you have more curiosity, I would love to provide a 15-minute complimentary consultation with you to answer any questions and see how this might benefit you and your life and your relationships. Um, I can be reached through my website at www.drbethgoldenphd.com. That website is also on Inspired Choices Network. So we were talking about self-love and appreciation and how do we stay in that place of love, joy, peace, and gratitude. And there's actually seven steps that we can think of. I have a bookmark or I have a small card where I have each of these words. And I don't really even have to have an explanation. I know when I'm out of alignment with one or more of them, and it gives me the ability to shift. So I'm going to give you a little bit more information about each of them and share with you the ones that I consistently 
trip over. <laughs> so the first one is prosperity. And prosperity begins with feeling good about yourself and controlling your thoughts. Because it's all about what's in between our two ears. Prosperity is a freedom to do what you want when you want to. And it's never about money, an amount of money. I always think it is. <laughs> it's a state of mind. So if prosperity is a state of mind, do you need to adjust yours? So let's, I'm going to share a few quotes uh, about prosperity. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And that's from Jeremiah 29.11. Um, this is from Deepak Chopra. The intention should always be to create happiness for the giver and receiver because happiness is life-supporting and life-sustaining and therefore generates increase. Okay, again, we're going back to that love, joy, peace, and gratitude. When we're at that vibe, it generates increase. Um, Florence Scovel Shin wrote, I now release the gold mine within me. I am linked with an endless golden stream of prosperity, which comes to me under grace in perfect ways. Wayne Dyer, within you is the divine capacity to manifest and attract all you need or desire. And my aside is, because I need to work with this, we want it, we think we can get it, and then this negative thought comes in. So as human beings, we are in process, and it's a, it's a practice. And then Louise Hay, the universe is lavish and abundant, and it is our birthright to be supplied with everything we need. Now, prosperity can also be keeping a vision of good for yourself or someone else. Have you ever had a friend or a family member who, I believe you can do it, you know, try out for the voice, try out for the football team, try swimming, you're really good at it, try writing a book, you can do it. We all need those cheerleaders. So when we have dreams, we need to be really careful who we share our hopes and desires with. Um, and be selective because it's important to surround yourself with those who believe in you and see only good coming to you. Because along the journey, we get stuck in the valleys and the potholes, and we need somebody to say, uh, 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 I know you can do it. I see. I see. I can keep the vision for you. Come on. And they walk beside you, and they push you from behind, or they pull you from in front so that you all have the joy of seeing your vision come to fruition. The second um, in a way to maintain love, joy, peace, and gratitude is thy word. Our words have amazing power, whether they're thought that can be measured or spoken. And yet this is a concept that we're not taught. And it, in my world, my happy bubble, it's talked about a lot, but in the rest of humanity, it isn't. So the way we phrase things is really important. 
Um, your words and your thoughts are magnets, always attracting the people, places, and circumstances you think or speak about the most. You know, this is true because the universe doesn't differentiate between a positive or a negative thought. It just simply draws to us our most consistent thoughts. So there's no good and bad in the void there. So we need to avoid words as won't, don't, or I can't. My words that I need to avoid are need to, should, have to. Um, and stay in the present positive with I am, I possess, under grace, it is my opinion, it is my hope. You're speaking truth into the future. So if you're talking about things in the future, you're speaking truth into that future. And that which you are seeking is seeking you. So if you can consistently seek the same thing, it will come to you. It's when we get wiggly in our thoughts that it doesn't come as quickly. Um, so I'm going to read a couple of quotes. Um, Don Miguel Ruiz, use your words wisely because it is through the word that you manifest everything. The word is a force. It is the power you have to express and communicate, to think, and to create events in your life. The word is a most powerful tool. You use your words to heal <laughs> and reveal. And uh, Louise Hay again, the truth of my being is what I, that, excuse me, the truth of my being is that I was created perfect, whole, and complete. I now choose to live my life from this understanding. I am in the right place, at the right time, doing the right thing. All is well in my world. And then uh, one more. The divine plan of my life now takes shape in definite, concrete experiences leading to my heart's desire. And again, that's Florence Goelshin. So as Ellen DeGeneres says, be kind to one another, but more importantly, be kind to yourself. And think about what you're telling yourself that no one else hears. I'm fat. My hair's ugly. It's too curly. It's too straight. I'll never amount to anything. I don't compare. Your internal thoughts will, will attract the external to you. You may be saying one thing with your mouth and thinking something with your head, and whatever's in your head you're attracting. Remember, you are a miracle, and you're worthy to be loved. You're worthy to love yourself. You have great value. The third principle is non-resistance. <clears throat> Resistance is challenging because you're often in it before you recognize it. And do you resist when someone um, negates a strongly held belief or when you know you are right? Um, this is a big one for me, <laughs> resistance. Resistance can be recognized when you become stiff-necked and defensive or when you cross your arms in front of your chest and become very stubborn. Um, I go into resistance, which immediately takes me to anger often. And if I can take a deep breath and say, okay, anger, I surrender to you. A, that's like putting a big flashlight on it and take some of the energy out. 
and I take a deep breath and I say, please show me the whole picture. I know that I love to be right and I love to win. And if I remove my need to be right and to win, how would I view this situation? So I like to think everybody has <laughs> has this, but for me this is, is big, big, big. It happens all the time. Okay, let's look at Dale Carnegie. Um, I have come to the conclusion that there is only one way under high heaven to get the best of an argument, and that is to avoid it. Avoid it as you would rattlesnakes and earthquakes. I just think that's hilarious. And then um, this is from personaldevelopmentcoach.com. What you resist always persists. This happens because you use your energy to resist the situation, and you have no or little energy left to actually overcome it. And by acting this way, you disobey the law of non-resistance. So no one can resist a non-resistant person. That nice, mellow friend that says, okay, I don't agree with you, but, you know, you're going to do your thing anyway. I might state my opinion, but I know I'm not going to change you. And as humans, we're always wanting to change somebody else to make the situation better for ourselves. So you either need to walk away from the situation, change yourself, or stay in it and be uh, open and giving and loving with the people around you. Remember, I'm saying this for myself. Once I let go of being right, <laughs> I'm, life is better for everyone. Life is better for everyone. Okay, the fourth is karma. And karma is the golden rule. Um, and karma and forgiveness are forever entwined. The next one is forgiveness. Choices you make create consequences. So forgiveness can neutralize negative consequences. If karma is remembered within each principle, you will have great success. It's that simple. <laughs> what I think about, I bring about. So you can be smiling on the inside and have this really nasty thought bubble, and that nasty thought bubble has a whole lot more pull than what your words are saying. Your subconscious mind is in control 90% of the time, leaving your conscious creative mind, which we think is in control all the time, only 10%. So if what you are saying does not match what you are thinking, what you are thinking always wins. So ask yourself if the choice you're making will bring happiness to yourself and those around you. If so, do it. If the choice brings distress to either you or those around you, don't make the choice. In all your affairs, err on the side of kindness over being right Another reminder. Um, so life is a game of boomerangs. Men's thoughts, words, and deeds return to him sooner or later with astounding accuracy. Well, this is a perfect time to go into our third and final break. On the other side, we'll finish the Soulful Seven, and I'll summarize it really quickly and succinctly for you and how that supports self-love. So... I am Dr. Beth Golden, my radio show Golden Alignment, 
and we are going into our third commercial break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back to my radio show, Golden Alignment, and I am Dr. Beth Golden. We are talking about the Soulful Seven, seven principles that can keep you in self-love. We were talking about karma or the golden rule before the break and um, how quickly I think time is accelerating. I don't know about you, but I'm finding things come about really fast. So... If you're out of alignment, it shows up really quickly. I love this quote, quote by Audley Weber that says, Dear Karma, I really hate you right now. You've made your point. <laughs> or Confucius, when you see a good person, think of becoming like him or her. When you see someone not so good, reflect on your own weak points. Because whoever is in your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. Ralph Waldo Emerson, you cannot do a kindness too soon for you never know how soon it'll be too late. So the next um, principle is forgiveness. And forgiveness is misunderstood because it is difficult to forgive and forget when you feel you've been wronged. And I know it takes me a long time to forget I can sincerely forgive. I'm not a quick forgetter. Um, you harbor the injury day after day or year after year, continuing to poison yourself from the inside out, while the object of your disdain skips along through life unaffected. When you choose to hold a grudge, you continue to attach yourself to the past and to the person or situation of your disdain. You don't forgive someone because they deserve it. You forgive them because you deserve to lead a happy and productive life. Um, This is huge. It's like um, you continue to pump poison into yourself and expecting the other person to die. It just doesn't happen. And you, you just have to give it up and get over it. And I'm finding more and more often I need to forgive myself. I need to forgive myself for being angry or hateful or disappointed. And when we forgive ourselves, it just 
creates a whole new energy. It's very subtle, and it's very, very powerful. In the Course of Miracles, it says, forgiveness is the answer to almost everything. Chris Michaels, you don't choose to forgive the person who hurt you because they deserve it, just like I said. You forgive them because you deserve it. You deserve to be happy and free. Oscar Wilde, always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them as much. So that could be a great way just to be annoying. And then Hannah Moore, forgiveness is the economy of the heart. Forgiveness saves the expense of anger and the cost of hatred and the waste of spirit. Wow. The economy of the heart. Forgiveness saves the expense of anger, the cost of hatred, and the waste of spirits. We're getting close to the end here, folks. Surrender. This is another one I have a really hard time. So I'm resistant, and I don't like to give it up to God. I keep taking it back. Um, (laughs) You've written down your hopes, your dreams, desires, and you've created positive present tense statements to speak your dreams into existence. You've come to realize that resistance is futile. You've looked at the role of karma and how that's played in your life and how forgiveness sets you free from the past. Now it is time to surrender all to the spirit within. It is time to realize there is a great chess game in the sky being played for your best and highest. In surrender, you are dancing with the divine. Hey, I wrote that. That's a good thing to remember. (laughs) You are dancing with the divine. Sometimes you get to lead and sometimes you must follow. You are in the process of change and it's time to relax into the river of life, feet forward and toes up, and know all is well and this moment is as it should be. And we should live life as though we know it's for us and supporting us and it's rigged in our favor. How often do you think, oh yeah, life is rigged in my favor and the universe supports me? Sometimes. And then we take it back. Um, Osho says, the best way is simply to surrender to existence and allow it to take you wherever it takes you. It has never taken anybody into any wrong space. When you surrender, it always brings you home. Isn't that beautiful? And then the last, and to tie this up in a beautiful bow, is love. And as I said in the beginning, it's the most sought-after commodity on the planet. And when we can vibrate in love, how blessed are we and how blessed are the people around us. So I'm going to quickly say um, the soulful seven. And um, just think about them and think where you might be out of alignment. Prosperity, thy word, non-existence, karma, forgiveness, surrender, and love. And then I always say gratitude is the icing on the cake. I would put gratitude first and last and make all these other things a sandwich because you can be grateful in for your prosperity. You can use words of gratitude. You can be non-resistant and grateful for what's in your life right now, even though you might not be seeing what you want. 
karma, being kind to yourself and others because it will come back to you more quickly than you will ever imagine. Forgiveness of self and others. When you don't forgive others, you're poisoning yourself and expecting them to die. And you can forgive yourself in private, so there's no shame at that lower level again. Surrender, just letting it go and knowing that the universe moves on your behalf. And love. Love, love, love. You are important. You are a miracle. You are here to live your life and learn your lessons and experience all the emotions and love and touch and eating and pets and experiences. Life is a smorgasbord to be enjoyed and loved and taken in in its fullness. I think that's so exciting. So if any of this has touched you and you're thinking, I'm really out of alignment and I would like to talk to somebody, A, about how do I really know myself, what motivates me, and how I communicate, how much energy I have. (laughs) These are all very important things. Um, I would love to provide a complimentary consultation for you. It would probably take about 15 minutes, just chat a little bit, get some clarity on some questions, and see if we're a match for one another and if I have something that I could provide that will give you the peace and clarity that you need. This also serves if you're in a place of rapid change um, due to positive or perceived negative things. Um, If you're a woman who's experiencing huge changes in life and you're wanting to rebuild who you are and you don't want to do it alone, I would love to support you in that way. Thank you so much for tuning into Golden Alignment today and for allowing me to share my heart. And my heart is all about putting people in a place of self-love for fulfillment in life. Stay tuned next Wednesday for Golden Alignment. Take care and God bless. Thank you for choosing to listen to Golden Alignment. Dr. Beth Golden will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, enjoy playing in that golden space where health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities appear in...